This is Grant and N. Welcome back to Sonic Weekly, the seven-day regularly updated once per week or so program about about Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, with me, your host, Grandpa. I'm the coolest. That's what Shadow says. Uh, but we're joined also by Smoothies. Hi, Smoothies. I'm the smoothest. And uh, starring David the Lurker. Hi, David. I'm the booziest oh yeah here we go uh, oh yeah metal gear oh yeah this is this is snappling um yeah that's right with shadow's favorite drink snapple snapple i actually what is shadow's favorite drink what that was that covered in that infamous interview yes actually i think it was and i think it is mountain dew was it Mount- um code red is it no i don't know uh, is but it probably co- you don't remember. Oh, see, this is. I would be willing to bet Smoothie's money that uh, it's Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. All right, hold on. Uh, Shadow uh, interview the the hedgehog. Probably should add that. <laughs> yeah, it's on a website that's dead. So we got to go to archive.org. Uh, the only thing I really remember offhand is is Hot Pockets. Yeah. Shadow is a big fan of Hot Pockets. David, do you want to give the listeners some context what you're Googling off screen? Okay, so. Uh, Back back in the day, back when when the uh, when video games were still good, <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog was released on multi platforms in 2005. And to help promote that, a website called OneUp.com interviewed Shadow the Hedgehog. Not you know not not the team making Shadow the Hedgehog. They interviewed Shadow the Hedgehog himself, and he listed some things that you know he was interested in. Like uh, his favorite movies. What are his favorite movies? Well, of course, Shadow really likes action movies. The more mayhem, the better. The Terminator series has to be one of my favorites. Arnold is so cool. Hasta la vista, baby. Guns, explosions, high-speed action. I love it all. I love a walk to remember. It reminds me of Maria. Poor Maria. She died at the end of the walk to remember. The gun agent shot her in the woods. That's that's right. Uh, and then he uh, right. So on food specifically, it says that he's into pizza, Doritos, Snickers, anything mobile. Also a big fan of Hot Pockets. So that's what he likes to eat. But the beverage is an open question. Yeah. I mean, since hmm. uh, this isn't very helpful, but that's OK, because what are we doing today? We're not talking about Shadow. We could talk about Shadow. Nothing else has happened. There is actually no news. What? Nothing? No, no. Nothing's <laughs> no updates. No, no. Nothing happened. Man, I feel like uh, I've gone right off the rails with this. Hi, Grant. Hi, Smoothies. How are you doing today? Yeah, that's right. This is Sonic Weekly. And what are we talking about? We're talking because it's December. What's going on in December? That's right. A lot of cool things because it's cold outside. Am I right? <laughs> oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of let David go until he, until the pain in your voice until, is so so palpable that we have to be like, yes, the Game Awards, uh, right? Or, right. Yes, the, the new Sonic Award- Frontiers DLC or whatever. Right. Well, yeah. So like uh, the big new stuff, right? Like the Game Awards just happened, which uh, you know, a peek behind the curtain. We usually record on Thursdays, but we said, no, we can't. We're too busy watching the greatest award show that's ever graced <laughs> the silver screen. And that's the Game Awards. Yeah. Uh, we respect like, oh, were they, was there going to be any Sonic news? Were we going to see a Knuckles trailer? There was some Knuckles news that leaked there. As in, just like every other streaming show in the entire world, it'll be six episodes long. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But no footage. 
It wasn't Sonic's time to shine. Instead, it was just a Sega time to shine. Sega did show up. Yeah. Sega did a news. Do we? Why not? Even though this is a Sonic show, it's also a Sega show. It's also a Mario show. Did Mario win anything? I don't remember. Mario Wonder won the uh, first award, and it the show got off to a rocky start because Nintendo president Doug Bowser took the award, and he had like three sentences to get through in his speech, and he stumbled uh-huh. three times yep. in each <laughs> sentence. So a total of nine stumbles. That's good. That's good. Uh, right. We could talk about Sega, but can we? T- I want to talk about the Game Awards for a second. Just in general, I still don't understand it. I don't understand why how it how it exists. Twitter has been pretty uh, relentlessly dogpiling on it today. Of like this yeah. stupid award show, it's just wall to wall commercials. They and they breeze through the awards, and that's true. It is uh, like the awards are like very beside the point when you're watching it. It is kind of just like mm-hmm. E3 Winter E3. In a way, I almost kind of want the Oscars to take a cue for this <laughs> and like have all of the like movie trailers be like this, oh, yeah. you know, be the ad breaks and like go that way with it uh but it's a strange thing and one of the main thoughts i had while watching it Mm -hmm. yesterday was how samey all the games look it's all like kind of like a Fortnite cartoony vibe aesthetic and there's a crystal you get swords and guns it's a big open world and what's this it's a big monster could you imagine a spider that's eight times bigger than your house and then the next game is like big spiders coming from the house and it's like (laughs) well i love big spider big spiders are great I like also small spider. Well, actually, if if it's a spider you could talk to, like Charlotte's Web, like Charlotte's Web, right? When are they making Charlotte's Web into a video game, David? You know, to be honest, there might already be one. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. You guys know about that uh, Ebenezer Scrooge game? It looks it looks really bad. I don't know why. I was kind of like just browsing Metacritic and was like, oh, there's a game based on a Christmas Carol where it's like a rogue light and you're. <laughs> What? You're playing as Scrooge and you're like fighting demons. Oh, I'm not man. making this up. This is like a real game. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. The Charlotte's Web video game that was released in 2006. It was released <laughs> by Sega? What? Yeah. Is that coming back in the new era with new energy? Uh, <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> it was released by Sega on the Game Boy Advance, uh, Nintendo DS, and DS, and Windows. It was developed by Backbone Entertainment. Hmm. Sega's name is on the cover. There was a separate version, a separate version for the PlayStation 2 that was made by other people. So it's just like Latin, you know? Or Sonic Unleashed and Unweashed. Hey, so, okay, the Game Awards, right? We thought that this was going to be a Virtua Fighter thing. So in advance, everyone was already bored of like, Virtua Fighter, yay. I hope all dozen fans are happy. But then... It was like this commercial, you hear Sonic rings, you see a license plate that says Crazy Taxi, you're like, what's going on here? Uh And we got not one, not two, not three, not five, five, plus an and more, five games that were announced as being in development. And they're all Sega franchises, old IP, uh, that are coming back with a new zest for life. Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, or Jet Grind Radio, but they call it Jet Set Radio, right? Or do they call it Jet Grind Radio? I never know. It, 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 they call it Jet Set. I yeah. think Jet Grind, the, the name Jet Grind Radio was dead. It was, oh, it was sort of dumb in the first place. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, but you do yeah. grind. You don't, you don't really set. You're not, what are you setting? Yeah, but Jet Set Radio is the name of the radio station they listen to. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, okay. And then Shinobi, Streets of Rage, or Bare Knuckle, if you like. And then uh, what was the fifth one? Uh, Golden Axe. Did you say Golden, Golden Axe? Axe? Yeah. I did not say Golden Axe. I always forgetting Golden Axe. 
A lot of people forget Golden Axe. Uh, you're not. <laughs> so did Sega. Yeah. So did right. Uh, the last God. When was the last Golden Axe game? See, I feel like Golden Axe is more uh, beloved, quote unquote, in the UK than it was over here uh, in the United States. I get, the, I get the sense of that. You know, it was in Sonic the Comic. Uh, there was there were multiple stories uh, in Sonic the Comic. There was. Uh, I, I don't know. Did people like it in arcades? Maybe. Um, it it would be challenging to name a more boring sega franchise than golden axe <laughs> like any other sega franchise you name is like kind of a little more exciting to me than mm-hmm. golden axe although this one looks good i mean the two seconds of it it looks kind of interesting right but you know shinobi too while while i'm kind of talking shit about these like <laughs> shinobi being the other one i'm not that interested in because uh-huh. is there a good shinobi game uh I, there's a number of them on like the nintendo switch online and then the sega genesis classics i've played a couple of them mm-hmm. they're pretty bad they're just like they're kind of dumb and oh no yeah you big shinobi fans movies no there goes all our shinobi listeners grant oh. <laughs> right <laughs> i'm sorry to john shinobi the are you are you <laughs> insulting shinobi the shinobi three i mean i'm a Sega insult comic now i'm like yeah it's jet grind radio bait i don't know just totally reactionary there was a shinobi game that was released on one of those Sega Smash Packs on the PC. Mm-hmm. But instead of including the final version of the game, it was actually a prototype with like missing stuff in it. Mm. And it's they they accidentally did that, but that's cool. <laughs> they didn't they didn't notice because they couldn't be bothered to play through Shinobi even <laughs> before releasing it. They were like, it's probably who's gonna notice? Did David noticed? Right. I think Shinobi 3 is the one that everyone loves. Uh Return of the Ninja Master in 1993. A lot of those early pre Sega fran- or pre Sonic franchises by Sega, I don't know as much about them. I know they're important. I know they're good. I mean, there's some good stuff in there. I mean, Shinobi looks like it could be fun. Uh, it looks good. Right. It looks good for the time because it's got big characters and the sprites and the mm-hmm. pixels, the colors are fun. But you play it and it's just like, oh, I there's a weapon you can crouch you can jump it just and then the difficulty spikes randomly and it's very and you're just like eh, maybe maybe if this was the only game i had and it was the charlie brown christmas in the early 90s and you're just sort of like mm-hmm. wishing for a sonic spinball or comic zone or something else and you're waiting time i can't play sonic 2 again i can't play sonic right now <laughs> yeah okay golden axe the the last installment in the series was in 2008 uh, on the ps3 and the xbox 360 uh, before that, there hadn't been a, a proper game, a proper installment in the franchise in it since 94. There was, of course, an attempt to bring it back. Uh, there is the, you know, a, a couple of years back, Sega released Golden Axed, a canceled prototype to celebrate their 60th anniversary, which is a 60th from a certain point of view. But that we're not going to get into that right now. But either way, it is like uh, it, it was. A t- what was it? Uh, oh, yes, it was. It was the Sega in Australia. The people who made the uh, Mickey Mouse uh, Castle of Illusion remake, they were going, they were like, oh, yeah, let's do a Golden Axe game. And they were going to do a whole bunch of Sega games and make like a Sega universe, oh, shared man. universe. But uh, their studio was closed down instead. I mean, I like the fact that Sega is diving deep into their IP because they have a lot of strong properties. Jetsa Radio, that's exciting. Crazy Taxi, that's exciting. Uh, I think. You know, Shinobi can be exciting. Streets of Rage, even though we got a fourth one not that long ago. It was good. Um, it was good. It's like, hey, let's let's keep that rolling. I just it's hard for me to care about Golden Axe. Yeah. Uh, 
no golden axe to grind. It's just not that <laughs> exciting because you, right. you think about Space Channel 5. Ooh, hey, that would be fun. Virtua Fighter, right. kids. Yeah, Panzer Dragoon. Get the rights to Vector Man. But honestly, like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was it was a surprise, even though we we should have seen it coming. Right. Because these have all been leaked for a little while. We had sort of known a couple of them. Yeah. The Jet Set Radio in particular one, I think we'd seen a leaked screenshot that has proven to be accurate. Like it, it is the model of beat the main character in the city. And that I would say the I'm curious which ones you guys are most excited about, because Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio are the ones at the top of my list. One for the game franchises that they're based on but also the snippets that we saw those looked the most exciting to me but does your mileage vary uh i'm most excited for the and more part because <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know much too much about these ips i mean i've played a crazy taxi mm-hmm. but like it doesn't have uh, a gameplay loop that keeps me uh invested for a long period of time uh just like the new sonic game that came out doesn't have a great gameplay loop that keeps me invested for a long time. Are you, Ooh, are you we're gonna, saying we're going to talk about it? Sonic Dream Team? Maybe we are going to talk, talk about Sonic. It. But first, I need to ask Smoothies: Are you saying that you've never gotten a Class A license or a, or a Class? Does it go up? Does it go up beyond A? I think it's Class A. You don't even know, David. Oh, you're right. I don't. Uh, let's talk about the Crazy Box. <laughs> Do you remember the the Crazy Box? Um, oh, Crazy Box! Sure, the the uh, the side mode in Crazy Taxi. Where? Yeah. Wait, what happens in Crazy Box? I remember the name Crazy Box because uh, there there's some easy ones that you do immediately, and then there's one or two where you're like, I'll never figure this out, and then you stop and you never finish it. But in Crazy Taxi Two, it wasn't a box; it was a pyramid, and I remember that. Mm. And I I've never finished either. And then. Was there one in Crazy Taxi 3 High Rollers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I never I, I never played Crazy Taxi 3. Me either. Was that a Wii game? GameCube? <laughs> Xbox? It was on the Xbox. I But did you play the idle game? Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire? No. Oh man, there's a lot of lore in that. So, oh no. You should play it, except it was delisted in April of 2020, so you can't. Mm. Some of my favorite Sega games are delisted. <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place. Maybe it's because when I watch the Game Awards, I get confused. That's okay. We all do. Because I kind of wish it was an award show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there. Let's see. I mean, Spider-Man 2 was mm-hmm. big time snubbed. No awards for Spider-Man 2 was maybe yeah. a little surprising. Nintendo did well. Mario Wonder, Pikmin 4, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom all won in their mm-hmm. major awards. Baldur's Gate 3 won overall. Uh, and then it was just like a lot of like awkward banter from Marvel movie stars. And then 20 minutes of uh, Hideo Kojima and Jordan Peele being unable to describe the game that they're working on, which is OD. Right. And they were like, there's a movie, there's some TV stars in it. There's some movie stars in it. <laughs> what is the game? It's immersive. My favorite part of that, uh, that, that whole bit was just Jordan Peele, like spending two or three minutes just telling us how much he likes kojima and i'm like you don't have to hype him up we we he's been like here the whole time dude he's been here longer than you we know who he is did you see his intro he walked through a cloud of fog to get on stage with that that speaks volumes have you ever watched any other game awards and every time geoff uh is like hey (laughs) yeah that's his name right geoff uh geoff it's jeff i should i probably shouldn't make fun of him in case he ever hears this right we shouldn't say anything critical about anything at any time yeah yeah right there's a i was gonna do this somebody sort of beat me to it uh i found it there was a tweet i found 
uh, by uh, uh, his name, Simply AJ at AJ McGuck. And he timed how much time there was between awards. <laughs> uh, the show was three and a half hours long. It took 40 minutes to, pre- to present the first real award. Another 23 minutes to present the second, 15 more for the third, 38 for the fourth, 15 more before the fifth, 27 for the sixth, 27 more for the seventh. And then it it gets a little quicker, 14 minutes, 10 minutes, 16 minutes, 10 awards presented properly. And how many awards were just rattled off? Because there were like there were a lot of games where it was like best art direction, best indie game. And they were like fired off in rapid succession. And I, I find that weird, too. That, that it's just like we're going to read it really quickly. I haven't gone through because I'm curious, like what sort of timing is there like in the Oscars or the Emmys or things like that? I get that they need money to do it. And I'm assuming that a lot of these world premieres, which they did remove the world premiere logo swoosh. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that helps pay for it. And they did do a couple more musical numbers, which is like, I'm always pushing for more. I always want more musical numbers in it because like, if it's a celebration of video games, you should also, you know, celebrate all aspects and not just have the orchestra play at the end. So they did that. Not just a ceremony. It's a right. celebration. It is. Yeah. Right. And there were a couple the moments. The Sonic Symphony should have played. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> uh, right. And then there should have been, and then there, like, there were a couple of moments where it's like, hey, here's a lesser known developer or like they have like a little video thing that was filmed ahead of time where they get to talk and talk about video games. Like it does mean things. It's important to people, but it does get sort of buried instead of it being a celebration of games with a tease for the future. It becomes the uh, winter games fest and there's an awards ceremony buried in there. And I, it just seems to find a better balance. I think the other thing that struck me yeah. watching it is like, what do they call like the the Oscars are the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. so these are the Game Awards. But what is the Oscar? Like what it what is the name of the award? Oh, oh, it needs like a name. You know what I mean? It needs to. It needs. It's like and here's your smoothie oh. for winning at the Game Awards. Like, it gets the official seal of a of I played this game. It's not even an award. It's just I played it. Yeah, that's my seal of approval. <laughs> that's the smoothie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I played. I played this game award. <laughs> what is the name of it? Oh, also I right. I don't think. It, I don't think there is one. I, I think they need one. Uh, they could call them the Geoffs. The G- oh, they could call it a Geoff. The Keeley Awards. Ah, uh, the Keeley. That's not bad. You could call it a Keeley. You know, in in the Superman comics in the nineties, uh, Lex Luthor would uh, have an award ceremony, and they would be. Uh, they were nicknamed the Baldies. He's bald. Oh, that's rude. Uh, you know, in the Superman comics in the 90s, he died. He <laughs> yeah, he only that. died once. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the other thing is that Lex Luthor bought the Daily Planet in the 90s. That is true. He, he controlled all of the press in Metropolis, Metropolis. That's right. He Well, he bought the Daily Planet. He closed it because he had his um, Lexcom was the name of his uh, like multifaceted you know it's tv it's yeah it's papers it's magazines uh, but i mean eventually daily planet came back yeah bruce wayne bought it and then he just generously gave it back to perry white or something right like that. It, i am a little confused as to why bruce wayne didn't buy it in the first place uh, i don't remember maybe it was explained in the comics it's something i've been meaning to reread uh, because I actually have those comics sitting near me oh. because I've been wanting to reread the the mid 90s stuff, starting with the trial of Superman. Yeah. And then and then go through probably all the way up to when he turns blue. I, I You know, him being blue is fine. How did you feel about the uh, 
what the hell is the name of the game? Oh, the one that the they showed. Squad the Suicide Squad, Squad one. Squad game, uh, yeah. Well, I don't. It's another evil Superman. Right. An evil Batman and evil and good Harley Quinn. I don't, hey, bringing yeah, this back to Sonic, I know I asked you that question. <laughs> I but... can walk away while you guys talk about Superman if you want. <laughs> right, right. Well, look, I guess. Okay, so is Sonic Frontiers yeah. one of the most impactful games in the franchise? Because <laughs> Sega is directly attributing the success uh, of Sega mm-hmm. to the Sonic brand, to the movies, mm-hmm. and to Sonic Frontiers in particular, because they've also said that superstars, which we have seen on appear on the charts in the US and the UK charts, so we know it's selling reasonably well. We've seen it sell out on Amazon, but they have said that, it, that the sales of that were disappointing compared to Frontiers. So Frontiers, for all of the fan hand-wringing, we'll call it, uh, <laughs> about it, has ended up being this thing that has raised all boats it has been a rising tide for sega you you would have to go back to a sonic adventure title or a sonic genesis title to see another sonic game have that much impact on the rest of the company i think in 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 recent history sure in recent memory if we're talking the entire history of sega i know i mean i saw a couple of people mention it and like yeah it would have to be sonic one if you're talking the history of sega as a whole but for last decade sonic one sonic two sonic adventure sonic adventure two right so that's four titles <laughs> and then sonic frontiers and then sonic frontiers top five right impact now we did mention that some of this uh, you know some of the uh, games announced were leaked before like we did see the jet set radio thing you mentioned that crazy taxi was listed as one of the super games in a, in a rumor report so presumably these games were in production prior to Frontiers being released to some degree, at least at least those two. But I guess Frontier's success, the success of the Sonic IP as a whole, along with the movies, you know, the multimedia stuff, they're, you know, two TV shows, woo, like that probably gives Sega more faith in not canceling everything. Yeah. Uh, I guess Hyenas, though, missed the boat. Yeah. Sorry, Hyenas. Goodbye, Hyenas. You were canceled. And you're over. You know, the other thing (laughs) that it makes me think, we talked about this in a previous episode back in Mm -hmm. the summertime. It makes me think they're they're thinking of doing a remake of Sonic Adventure. They've been mentioning remakes and reboots. I think in some of those poll quotes that I've seen floating around on social media, they haven't, I I don't think I've seen like a Sega executive say directly like, oh yeah, we're going to remake Sonic Adventure. But they're saying, yeah, we're open to reboots and remakes. And I wonder if they'll apply that to Sonic. It's weird because Sonic's never had a remake. It's always had a remaster. Uh, the way that we see the way that Knuckles or Tails handles in like Frontiers, like the current team mm-hmm. that that would handle a, a remake of Sonic Adventure. Like, I feel like there's potential for ooh, uh, downfall, <laughs> you know, so like, uh, right. I, like I, I hope that they stay faithful. Mm-hmm. But also give us reasons to to want it, you know, because if it's just prettier, then yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I don't want a remake. I would I port them forward, give them little quality of life updates. Maybe like you can do a little tinkering, but I don't want like a a full remake of it. But hey, speaking of how they control the one of the other things as well is Sonic Frontiers received uh, another update. It's true. Um, And Knuckles now controls much better. Is gliding can be maneuvered in the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's supposedly a little easier, although I'm still playing on easy and I'm still finding bot like the mini bosses like Spider Plus to be very difficult. And the new cyberspace stages with the letters in the name like 2B uh 
It is not to be for me. That is a hard ass level and three C or whatever they, these other ones are like, they're all very, they're crazy. It's like you're, you're racing against hologram tails who is on like, he's the fastest thing alive. Sonic is not the fastest thing alive. It is hologram tails in these cyberspace stages. Uh, you can do it, Grant. I believe in you. Yeah. Just look it up on YouTube and then do that. Just copy it. Did you do it? Yeah. I looked it up on YouTube. Oh. And then I did it. Yeah. David? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've bar- I barely finished a couple of them. I haven't yeah. uh, 100%ed any of them. Um, and I haven't really played with the update yet to see how much better uh, I can do on them now. But I probably will just use YouTube and watch what they did and copy that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh <laughs> That's right. We had we had two Sonic things, two Sonic specific things happen in our in our time away from the microphone. The the update was an early Christmas present according to Kishimoto oh. because they were going to fix one bug and instead did many things. So that that was nice <laughs> of them. Uh that's why uh update 4 is definitely going to come uh and they're going to include I don't know, maybe Maria uh, that's what I'm hoping. You know what? I, I would love it if they would just remove the cyber skins uh-huh. from the extra friend characters. They look bad. <laughs> They're annoying. Well, the- and just have it just be an optional costume. Just, just. I mean, that, that's a- they have the, they even have like the friends' outfits. You can make them wear party hats. Make them look right, <laughs> full bodied and flesh and blood. You would like a a cosmetic thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you want an unlockable thing to be? I I guess I guess they could do that. Yeah. Or they can make him even more see through. <laughs> Just fully like uh, a Casper ghost, Casper D ghost. That's right. And that that of course you know ties into our sponsor, Casper mattresses. Uh, that's right. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, so there, there was Frontiers, but I mean, Frontiers is old news. We, w- we want to talk about the new news. What was the new news? The new game. That's right. Apple gave us a big old treat. Sonic Dream Team came out. Haven't played it yet. <laughs> what? You haven't played it yet. David. I haven't played it. David. I know, right? Oops. I'm sorry. David, you're the, you live in the heart of Sonic. I do live in you, the heart of Sonic. You're operating his arteries. <laughs> it's, it's not possible for you to not play the new Sonic newness. I mean, I will play it, but I just haven't played it yet. I, you know, I have an, I got, I got it. I have an iPad. I have an iPhone. Okay. I was like, okay. Um, I just haven't turned on that free trial of the arcade <laughs> to, to give it a whirl. I, I watched some of it. Some of it's been spoiled for me. I saw the ending. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> okay. I have not, I, I have played through, but not, I have not completed it. So I have not yet uh-huh. seen the ending. I think, I think I saw a smoothies post that he's, that you've already uh, done everything, right? You've hundred percented it. I've 100 percented it except for, you know, the tails missions, which update like every one or two days. Oh, I, I did not know that. I did not know that. Uh, I think you can get up to 400 points in a day. And if you want to get the very last trophy, you have to get a total of 10,000 points. So you might have to renew your subscription. You might have to give Apple money to. That's rude. I have until March for my free trial. Oh, you did the. Whoa, what is that? Like a two month, three month trial? Yeah, three month trial. What the? It's a three month trial with a new Apple product, correct? Yes. Ashlyn got a new phone, and then I think that ah, came with a three-month right. subscription. So okay. I've been playing on my Mac Mini. I will say, can we? I know that David hasn't played it, but that's okay. Can we do? You some, can say whatever you want. Based on based, well, I was going to say based on what you've seen, and then smoothies based on what you've played and what I've played. 
maybe not like a full review, but some like reactions to it, uh, some thoughts on it. The the listener, you know, is like, well, what do you do? They like it? Do they hate it? Are they mocking it? Are they praising it? (laughs) What? How do they feel about Sonic Dream Team? And I am curious as well. Smoothies, what did you think of Sonic Dream Team? Okay, so uh, I think it rides that line of a a classic seven out of ten Sonic game. I think it's uh, I think it's good. Yeah, I would eat at this restaurant again. Ooh, yeah. I think it's a nice little happy meal of a game. Yeah. Uh, it is certainly the best Sonic game made by Sega Hardlight. Yes. You know, it's kind of wild. It's it's remarkable that this year, what a busy year for Sonic it's been. Uh, there's been the shorts and the and the uh, the new season of Sonic Prime, but four games really. I mean, if you Sonic Origins Plus, Sonic Frontiers, three DLCs, that's a that's a full game worth of stuff. Uh, Sonic Superstars, and then here we are with Sonic Dream Team. And I think, even though I'm not finished with Sonic Dream Team, but I think ugh, there's a there's part of me that is like, I think Dream Team is the my favorite of those four. Wow, it's really it's really nice to play. At first, I was like a little like the way in which it's not a full console game is pretty apparent from the very beginning. Yeah. and you're like, oh, this is an evolution of Sonic Dash or Sonic Speed Battle more than it is like an a refinement necessarily of Sonic frontiers Mm. but the more that you spend some time with it and it doesn't take long it's like 10 minutes or so and then it starts clicking they're like no these feel like adventure levels yeah and then soon enough you unlock tails and cream and knuckles and rouge amy and sonic are there from the beginning and also it's you know the first the only maybe totally egalitarian sonic game where it's six characters three play styles three boys three girls and tails and knuckles and their counterparts all control the way that you would want them to control. Like, it's not weird like it is in Frontiers. Like, <laughs> Tails flies how you would expect Tails to fly in Cream yeah. as well. And Knuckles glides. The animations also, I got to say, are like, the resolution is great. The colors are great. The textures are nice and fun. They do a lot to make sure that it's a impressive visual feast, I guess, whether it's on your phone, iPad, or monitor. And it looks nice. And the, the character little animations of Sonic's quills or Knuckles is or anybody's uh as they're moving like they they look nice it's a nice looking package i compare it to like the cravings box at taco bell like you're like uh this isn't good for me but man i love it wow okay yeah so grant first you said it's like a happy meal then you said it's a feast now smoothies yeah so the cravings box (laughs) cravings box the cravings box can be a feast oh man can be well i i heard sonic frontiers compared to being like a buffet because it's so scattered and so like many different things are going on with frontiers like a golden curve this is much more focused (laughs) this is much more just like like, the same nine ingredients but ingredients you know remixed uh six ways (laughs) yeah That's that's the beauty of the bell right there. Holy uh, shit. I think we nailed it. Ah, oh, man. Man, okay, maybe uh, I I definitely should have played it so I could, I could also compare it to some sort of fast food item. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like your tails uh outside of Sonic's window uh and instead of him reading a book and enjoying a glass of champagne, he's slurping down some Mountain Dew Code Red and eating a bean and cheese burrito. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, right, I haven't played <laughs> I haven't played it. I've looked at some of it. I definitely think it looks nice. I like the visuals. The, the music seems fine. And, and the story seems serviceable. It, you know, it, it, that's, it's not, it's whatever. <laughs> but I haven't played it. I need to play it though. Smoothies, let yeah. me ask you this. <laughs> yeah. What is your, of those four Sonic 
releases this year, how would you rate them or what's your favorite? How would I rate them? Okay, so the DLC three was was a uh, a dessert. You know, it tasted good, but it was really hard to chew. Feel free to abandon this metaphor. I'm not sure that you're going <laughs> to be able to to take it all the way through. But it, I don't but know. I more think power I could. to you. I, I believe I in I... you. Yeah, I believe in you. Um, Superstars was really short, and you had to sort of throw it up and eat it again. And that's why it was really hard to scarf it down the second time because, like, well, I already ate this and also gross. I feel like the food metaphor is making it harder for me to understand what you're saying. Because I'm like, oh, you're throwing right. it up like you're. So it's like you went to like you went to Thanksgiving, right? You had some turkey, you had some stuffing, you had a little bit of potatoes, you know, uh, some of that green bean casserole, maybe. A... And then you go over to Wawa and you get the hot turkey gobbler, <laughs> and then you realize, oh wait, no, I already, I ate already this. ate. Uh, I was gonna say like, then you get a call and you forgot completely that you have to go to another Thanksgiving because <laughs> your parents are divorced. And you were like, I guess, you know, like dad's like, I'm not having it. So you go to mom's place. She's like, look at all this food I made. You better eat mm-hmm. or else I'll disown you. And you're like, that's really weird. And then you eat and then dad calls and he's like, wow, my new girlfriend <laughs> just made you Thanksgiving dinner. You better come over right now. And you're like, okay. But, you know, she she doesn't know how to cook as well as your mother. So, you know, some of it is is tougher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm lost. I don't I don't you know. You mentioned four items. I, uh, what's the uh, Sonic Origins here? Plus? The, oh. oh, yeah. At the box of Tic Tacs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is hard to make a food metaphor. It's just, yeah, here's some ROMs and we didn't do anything. Nom nom ROMs. They made it sound worse somehow. And then Amy's color palette doesn't match the games that she's in, but she looks fine. Fine. And like it establishes her play style prior to Superstars releasing. And I I think it's fun to play as her anyway. Uh, Sonic Dream Team. I already compared that to the Cravings Box. Um, right. But, okay, okay. So we got Cravings Box, Tic Tacs, and uh, the divorced Thanksgiving. That was the <laughs> Sonic year. I'm not sure. Wait, I, sure. I thought I thought the 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 new DLC update was also dessert. Yeah, it was a dessert that oh, was yeah, it tasted right. good, but it was hard to chew. Wait, no, right. I thought <laughs> which which by the way, what dessert is that? What dessert? Usually, desserts are very easy to chew. They're right. generally soft. Like get... Right. It's like a. It's like a one of those terrible Christmas fruitcakes you always hear about, but you've never actually eaten. But oh. it's a meme because they're not real. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Sonic Prime season two? What food product is that? Styrofoam. <laughs> it's like the plastic fruit in the bowl. Then you eat it, and you're like, this isn't food. Oh. What's a food that I have no interest in? Um, that's what Sonic Prime yeah. is. I just am not, I'm just not in the right age range for it, which is yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. It's totally, I'm sure if I were 11, I would love it. Yeah. If I were 10, yeah. I would super love it. If I were nine, it would be my whole personality. And if it were eight, it would change my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, as it is, I'm just sort of ambivalent to it. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's sort of, for us. I guess it's like, right. Um, a, a sh- a cereal, right? You go to Target, you go to the cereal aisle. You're, you're like, maybe should I get some Fiber One? Should I get some Special K? What should <laughs> right. I treat myself? And then you see a box of Paw Patrol cereal, and I guess that's what Sonic Prime Season Two is. It's that Paw Patrol cereal. You're not gonna get it. But if you do get it, you're gonna feel bad. <laughs> like this is not a good start to my morning. No. I did. I did get a box of the Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem cereal. Uh, because I got really excited to take a Ninja Turtle cereal 
because there hasn't been one since uh, what the late 80s early 90s wow. i used to eat mm. that all the time they're different cereals though the one the old one was like fake checks with marshmallows and this one is a uh, cinnamon flavored disc product with with fake marshmallows <laughs> you know the ninja turtles are coming to fortnite and everything's coming to Fortnite. This has been a big week for Fortnite. I don't, I've got to get you guys to play Fortnite with me. So they added yeah. a rocket, like it's a platform mm-hmm. now. Like there's, there's games within it. Like that Lego Fortnite is essentially Minecraft. Yeah. Rocket racing is taking Rocket League, but making it an arcade racer. It's pretty good. Okay. And then Harmonix, who made the rock band and Guitar Hero games, they were acquired by Epic and all they've been working on is this thing called Rhythm Festival, which comes out, we're recording this on a Friday, it comes out, I think this weekend unclear how that's going to work without like the plastic instruments excited to find out, but the Ninja Turtles and solid snake coming to Fortnite. We've got a squad up. It's also coming. Wow. Yeah, baby. Huh? And I, and I, I saw the Peter Griffin and still no shadow, the hedgehog. Right? Yeah. The, and, and fam, <laughs> the family guy, the is family guy. Well, Grant, you'll be happy to know that I've worked out a licensing deal and <gasps> Us three and Bo are all going to be skins in Fortnite. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's all I've ever wanted to be. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> uh, all the proceeds will go to Epic and not us. Um, no. <laughs> I didn't work That's out a very fine. good deal. Uh, but you can play as us. And if you get all, uh, all, all four of us together, we might talk some Sonic opinions. I mean, when that finally happens to have like a podcast mode in Fortnite, <laughs> that's when I'm going to kill myself. That will be the Uh-oh. day. Has anyone ever uh, podcasted in Fortnite? I, I feel like it's it's had to have happened. Like hmm. we're literally sitting and podcasting. Because they did it in Animal Crossing. Like there was like some Animal Crossing. Oh, that's right. Talk shows. You could like build like a little talk show set and then hmm. you know people would stream it and then right. do that. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can do it in Fortnite. But I don't know. I mean, I know, I know. Uh, Thanos was in it once. The prelude to Star Wars Episode Nine was in Fortnite. Uh, Everything's in Fortnite. Batman, Spider Man, uh-huh. uh, Star Wars. What's Sonic? I know. Shadow has a gun. Shadow got a gun. That's right. And Shadow mm-hmm. could fit in there now. Like if you can make all these other characters fit, Rick and Morty. Oh God. You know who else has a gun? Tom Wachowski. Whoa. I'm just saying. Or Wade Whipple. Hey, Maria. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing she hears before she dies. Hey, Maria, get a load of this. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, are you saying that, that Tom is doing it or like Wade accidentally does it? Because I feel like. Here's my pitch for Sonic 3. Uh, Wade and Tom uh-huh. find a ring uh-huh. that sends them back in time. To, and then they just shoot Maria <laughs> repeatedly, just... <laughs> <laughs> like target practice is horrible. Right. See, I could I could see Wade Whipple accidentally shooting Maria. God damn it! Uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how is like a whoopsie? Right, like it, it feels like something he might accidentally do. Um, right, he's he's riding on his little Segway with oh. his like siren uh, mm-hmm. helmet. Right. Imagine if that's how the Knuckles show ends. Wade Whipple accidentally shoots Maria and and causes a chain of events that 
it's really bad. But you know what I think is actually going to happen? This is my real prediction. Okay. I don't. I really don't think they're going to shoot Maria. I think they're going to beat her to death. It'll be like <laughs> uh, The Walking Dead uh, and that guy with the baseball bat. Oh, right. It's like how the it's like how the fans are beating this meme to death. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, okay. she's not going to die. It's just her career. <laughs> you see, Maria is going to be a, a pop icon. Uh, but after like that first album, uh, you know, the sophomore album comes and nobody cares. Sorry, Maria. She has a number one hit follow up only goes as far as 57 and third album doesn't even chart, which, of course, makes her a little depressed. But years later, she ends up on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here. And that's where Sonic 3 starts with the shadow <laughs> rescuing her from this reality show that still exists in the UK, huh. but was unceremoniously canceled in the US after its first season. So I hope everyone's looking forward to that. And now yeah. I think we can actually begin recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Skip it up. Oh. You know what? I played Sonic Superstars three players oh. on Switch. Uh, I know. I may be the first person to do this. Uh, well, at least in person. Uh, at least in person, yeah. A uh, uh, friend, Charlie, came over. He was like, hey, I've been curious about that uh, Sonic Superstars. And uh, we played it. And now I have it on PlayStation 5 and Switch, but I only have two PlayStation 5 controllers. Why would I have more than that? That would be ridiculous and insane. <laughs> I do have multiple Switch controllers. So we played on Switch. It's bad. <laughs> it can't keep up with three players. A couple of things. The frame rate takes a huge dip. Oh. The mm -hmm. uh, loading between anything going to a special stage between acts, it's long. Why? It is Sonic 06 comparable long load times. That makes no wow. sense. Just because there's extra people playing? No. Wow. Maybe. It's significantly longer than it is with two players. It, it sure seemed that way. Oh, and then the camera. I mean, it, it's definitely random. Like you would think it would either have some logic to it or it would just follow the leader. It doesn't. And it, what's really frustrating is it seems like it does. It seems like there is something to figure out with it. It's, it seems like there's like, oh, there must be some thing that we're missing. So rather than just like embracing mm -hmm. the chaos and the wackiness of like, who's it going to follow? You're trying to figure out why, why is it? And especially because like the fourth level you play is Speed Jungle Act 2, where the whole screen is gray instead of it being black it's a weird off gray color yeah and uh and then there's the light butterfly that is following the random player so it's so you just are <laughs> so you're at, at some point every, like two out of the three people are just like you know what just handle this get, get through this <laughs> I, mean, I mean it did sort of sell the game my friend charlie was like you know actually this is pretty cool and probably it is more fun in single players like it, it's way more fun in single player definitely give it a, a try it's really good uh but he's like, you know, I'm also kind of curious about 06. I go, ah, you are at the right place. Ooh. This is a this is a home that has Sonic 06, and it does have more fun multiplayer. Sonic 06 splits the screen. You have character object permanence. Your character stays with you can't, you have no idea where anything is because Sonic 06 level design is insane and stupid <laughs> and bland and repetitive. It's a it's five enemies and a tower and a gate, and then another. You get through those, and then it's another five enemies in the tower, and so forth. Wow! But it's more fun because because yeah because you know then Shadow and Sonic they sound like they're fucking um, <laughs> wow. Going, That's ah, 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 ah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, uh, uh. it's very 
Well, I mean, uh, speaking of of Sonic and, and Shadow uh, sounding like they're fucking, uh, it does remind me, or it makes me go, you know what we should do? <laughs> we should have an episode where we talk about Sonic and multiplayer in general. I feel like we haven't done that. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That could be a tease. M- maybe in the new year, we'll find some people who've actually played two-player mode in various Sonic games and just go down the list. I would also would like to talk about Sonic and fighting games at some point. There's mm-hmm. Sonic the Fighters, Sonic Battle, Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. We have not covered that at all. Another tease, I want to talk about our weird theories. I know David <laughs> has some. I'm sure Smoothies has some. I know I have some. I definitely do. I definitely want to unpack some of our weird headcanon theories. As always, it's always good. Ooh, we could do like an essay sort type thing, like where we present each other different like Oh, right. That'd be interesting. That's uh people have done that. People have done that. You know, that one one person who did it for Shadow, like did a huge presentation for Shadow, and then they ended up making murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. So Oh, is that right? Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. How about that? Hmm. That also came out this year. Right. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I always I forget about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that was. I mean, there there are people who were like, "Oh, that's my favorite game of the year," and I'm like, "Well, I feel like that's cheating," <laughs> because I know we we haven't really talked about it. Um, I guess you should acknowledge it as part of the overall tapestry of Sonic the Hedgehog, but it is like it's a visual novel it's mostly a joke it's mostly a joke you know like there's there's some nice art in it there's there's bits where you go ha yeah that's I enjoy. but it is still a visual novel and sonic the hedgehog is you know primarily a platformer series so i feel like it's cheating if you say that's the best game like it should really be yeah but i mean i guess for some people that's all you need so maybe i shouldn't i shouldn't poo poo it if you like the fact that sonic <laughs> is a sailor on a train I'm sorry, that, <laughs> that still confuses me just a little bit. Uh, it feels like he should, but he's not the conductor. There's a conductor. I don't know. It does feel like it fits more within the uh, shorts. Like if you had to squeeze it into a category where it doesn't totally fit, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's definitely more in the comic. Like it, you're playing it for the story and the characterization. Right. It, it's it's an interactive comic, essentially. Um, it's, a, it's a missing issue. And whether and where it takes place, we're, we're not sure yet. because. I think IDW still hasn't gotten to Frontiers. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot for the comics to catch up on. You've got mm-hmm. Trip. You've got Sage. You've got the murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. You've got REM. That's right. You've got We we are in a in a strange era because back when Archie was still, you know, doing its thing, uh instead of uh dedicating multiple issues to adapt uh, a game and try to shove it into its continuity like it did with Sonic Adventure, uh, it started doing the Another Place, Another Time thing, where it was like, oh, here's a little prequel comic. Does this work in Archie? Is it actually somewhere else? Who knows? It doesn't matter, but we're having a good time. With IDW, the only game they've uh, directly adapted uh, a tie-in was Team Sonic Racing. And since then, like there wasn't a Frontiers miniseries. There isn't a, a Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog adaptation. Uh, certainly there isn't like, a, hey, here's a backup strip uh, teasing dream team and i and i do find that interesting that the comic which does serve in some ways as an advertisement for the game universe and which is an extension of is not adapting the new stories in the game universe yet or as far as i know implying they've happened yeah uh there hasn't so you, you know but they're still you know they're still going they're doing their own thing so if if the two ever in uh entwine uh, it's yeah. strange because it the comics, I guess, all take place between 
forces and frontiers. Like it would have to, right? Like the frontiers can't have happened yet. Also, frontiers tells us that sticks exists, which the comics uh, I don't think have introduced sticks. She, of course, was in the Sonic Boom uh, additional character, and Frontiers says she's canon, but we don't see her in the comics. I mean, it's not like she mentions she wants to go. Amy Rose mentions that she wants to go see Tangle and Sticks. I think. Yeah. And uh, she doesn't mention, you know, Lanolin, the sheep, who is the Princess Sally spiritual successor now in the comics. Right. I mean, we haven't also, you know, speaking of other episodes that we <laughs> can theoretically do, uh, we haven't really gotten into the comics that much. We've talked about Archie a couple of times, mm-hmm. usually in the context of like Sad AM and like early Archie or like the overall progression of Archie. But are we caught? I, I'm actually not super caught up on the IDW. I fell off, but not that long ago. I'm only like a trade behind. I, I'm a couple issues behind. I, I caught up. To around like when they, you know, issue 900 came out and then I read a couple, uh, an issue or two after that. And so it, it's a couple months. It's okay. I have a great idea yeah. for a show. We should yeah. have, a, have a show where we ju- exclusively talk about what shows we would like to do, but not actually discuss any of the topics, just discuss the <laughs> what the topic. I like be. that a lot. Right. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Because then it's like you get the feeling of like, oh, well, we did talk about that, which is true. <laughs> it's legally true under cross-examination. Yeah. But we didn't talk about it in any depth, in any satisfying way. Right. So you're like, oh, they talk about the IDW comics. It's like, technically, in episode 45, they do talk about the IDW comics, but not really. They talk more about talking about the <laughs> IDW comics. Right. Like, this episode should have been half dream team half something else and really we've only talked about dream team for like three minutes properly Uh, (laughs) well to be fair i think both movies and i would want you to be able to talk about because it's a very gameplay game there is a story there but it's kind of about how it it feels and i do think it feels good i'm also not fully done with it yet and i like i said i think it it might be be because it it doesn't piss you off it's not a game that like <laughs> that upsets you like superstars can do and frontiers does put that on the back of the box <laughs> it's a nice game it's a gentle game it's uh-huh. a game that i've enjoyed to say it might be your favorite oh it might be my favorite of this year like i i might put it above superstars oh, wow. and the new frontiers dlc wow Again. maybe because by the end of frontiers i'm sorry by the end of well really by the end of frontiers and by uh the end of superstars i was like i don't know if i really want to go back to these but <laughs> i can't i mean I'm not, i haven't finished dream team so i can't i can't say that yet but it, it's 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 a nice game it's not it's not punishing you superstars and and frontiers are uh difficult yeah they're they're kind of like for gamery gamers this one is definitely much more intended to be accessible to a broader audience and Mm. it's nice i think we can finally put to rest the game theory that sonic team made dlc3 uh so difficult because people were complaining about the base game being so easy because they are now making dlc3 easier (laughs) yes but uh, but doesn't it seem like it's reacting to like the it seems like kishimoto needs to get off twitter because it's like they're like okay the game's too easy and then he's like dials dlc3 up okay yeah now it's hard you pieces of shit that's and they're like no it's too hard and then he's like okay fine 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 fine. i don't think that dlc3 was made difficult because of fan reaction i think it was just not play tested properly right yeah well i think that i mean to be honest i really do think that they look at twitter as part of the play testing data i know i think they do but 
I don't think that's why they made it that hard. Uh, I don't know. Well, when we get Kishimoto on the show, uh, we can ask him. Neither of us know. <laughs> we can only speculate. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sega. Sega. Sega, you know, they're being exciting. They're being exciting. They're making lots of games, not just Sonic, not just uh, football manager anymore. So Total war, total snore. Total <laughs> Time for a jet grind radio. That's right. Okay, so that's, that's wave one. And Smoothies mentioned earlier that he's really excited for and more. So mm-hmm. you can pick, let's say, okay, two. Two. And this will be our wrap-ups. I mean, you can pick two Sega franchises to be and more. Mm. But then that's it. Because everything else that's not included in your two is on the shelf for another 15 years. Another fi- Whoa, okay. Mm. Well, we just got a new Samba, so not that. <laughs> that's right. We got an Alex Kidd like a few years ago. Right. And it was okay. That was, that was a remake, right? That was just a remake. Right. Now it wasn't it wasn't brand it was not brand spanking new Alex Kid. He's right. And I mean technically there was a, a Space Channel Five not that long ago, right? The VR. Was that a unique experience or was that based on one of the other two? I'll tell you what I want is I want at least for them to to relist the Choo Choo Rocket game that was on Apple Arcade that they delisted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was gonna be my first answer as well as Choo Choo Rocket should be in the back. Huge. Or make a new one. Yeah. yeah. Make a new one and have Universe be DLC in the new one. There you go. Incentivize yeah. people to spend money digitally again. My second one would be <laughs> uh, make a new Nights. Okay. One of new Nights. All right. Yeah. Uh, what was the last Nights we got? The one for Wii with Mr. Owl? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only the two. It upsets me every single day. Every single day I wake up and I think, oh, Nights into Dreams had a remake. It was on PlayStation 2. It was mm-hmm. on PlayStation 3. There's no reason it couldn't be on Switch right now. And I check the eShop, and every single day I begin my morning cursing with disappointment that it's not on Switch or other modern platforms when it could easily be. Yeah, that that is true. I night nights is a big one. It's just that I don't know who I would want to make it because who is there to make it? I you don't want director Azuka to return after Journey of I never you know to be honest I never played. Journey of Dreams, the Wii sequel. Uh, uh, I think the online Sonic fan reactions were enough to deter me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't buy. I rented it and went through it, and I was like, "Ooh, this isn't good, is it?" It's, it's like twenty percent, uh, fine, and then the rest is just. Ex- we, oh, oh, don't they make the kids British in that too? The, 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 the kids are British, right? It's like, isn't everyone? Everyone is. Well, yeah, they all have accents. I love. Yeah, I like it when it's when they don't talk as much, but then they talked way too much. It felt like what if we tried to do Sonic Adventure, maybe a little bit like have the more involved story have. And then they included a bunch of missions where you don't just play the level. Then it's like, oh, play the level again, but do X and do Y and do Z. And now play the kids, play as the kids. You know, you want to play as Knights and fly. Well, not in this level or the next one. Knights wasn't a platformer. You could walk around and do a little jumping, but yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I was thinking about like if I had to, to throw out something, I was like, oh, what about Panzer Dragoon? I guess they did remake the first one not that long ago, but yeah, that was just a remake. It wasn't a new one. Also, I played Air Twister. I don't know if I brought this up on the show. I played Air Twister, mm-hmm. not to the end yet, still playing it, put three hours into it. It's cool. If it was on the Dreamcast, it would be one of my favorite Dreamcast games. It feels like a Dreamcast game. It kind of looks like a Dreamcast game. And the soundtrack is amazing. Strangely, the best way to interact with the soundtrack is just 
not with the game itself. The game only uses one song for every level. Huh. There's a whole ass soundtrack on Spotify. They're all like these amazing queen sounding <laughs> operatic pop ballads. But it's just one song repeated for most of the game. Um, are there many uh, on rail shooters happening right now? Because if not, you can hop on that. I don't know. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, there is Panzer Dragon Saga, which nobody owns unless you have $1,000 sitting around and get it on eBay, which is the RPG one. Which I have not played, only know about through online chatter about how it's supposedly great. Right. Like how it is the best, one of the best things on the Saturn. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but you never know if that's always like, but, you know, I don't know. What can I say? I, they A Saturn collection... Just a Saturn branded thing alone of like, here's Knights and Burning Rangers and mm-hmm. a third. Uh, uh, Paco Knight. I guess Panzer Dragon. There let's you go. Bring, okay, bring. but wait, David, what are your what are your two? I'm, oh, I'm, um, Knights, if it's not like the second one, and I guess Panzer Dragon is the other one I'm thinking about. Like, if, if I were to throw out two right now. Choo Choo Rocket, Knights, Panzer Dragoon. I was going to say Choo Choo Rocket, and now I'm going to say... Well, we'll stick with Choo Choo Rocket for number one. And then number two is going to be Bonanza Bros, bro. Oh, uh, the Sega Genesis <laughs> uh, multiplayer, two player game where you're breaking into houses and shooting cops and you're stealing oh God, stuff from right. a safe. Um, it's very <laughs> it's really fun. It's really one of the more fun multiplayer <laughs> co-op games on the Sega Genesis. It's apt and it's of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think now is people can really relate get, uh that's right get behind the bonanza bros yeah it it did have a, a sega ages uh release but i mean that was that's like saturn isn't it i played a lot of bonanza brothers back in the day <laughs> really yeah i was into it oh, we should play it's a it's a good game yeah it is mike and spike right they technically right they're shooting people with rubber bullets they just go Ugh, yeah and then yeah don't move for a bit so don't worry no one's dead not like Maria. If she had been shot with a rubber bullet, <laughs> she would have gotten up a couple minutes later. If the Bonanza Bros are behind it. Don't worry, Maria's still out there. Oh man, She's what if? Okay, what if Tom and Wade like they become the Bonanza Brothers, right? So that's oh. how we're fucking talking. <laughs> Paramount, have we got a pitch for you? This is it. We're three up and coming producers. Okay, actually, I'm screwed. Choo-choo, not screw Choo Choo Rocket. <laughs> I really believe in Choo Choo Rocket, but for Bo's sake, since Bo's not here, I'll say Burning Rangers and Bonanza Bros. So we've got Choo Choo Rocket, okay, Knights, Panzer Dragoon, Burning Rangers, and Bonanza Bros. That's our and more. That's our and, That's more. Our and more. Right. Those five. And none of us said Virtual Fighter. Uh, <laughs> we don't care about... I was thinking about saying Virtual Fighter Kids or Sonic the Fighters, okay. but even as, a, Sonic. even as a uh, fake answer, I can't say it. Right. I mean, instead of Virtual Fighter, I would be like, do another Fighters Mega Mix. Yeah. Like that, that's a game that I felt like should have really had a sequel because there's so many good characters you could throw get the virtual fighter ro- roster, the fighting vipers roster, then throw in as many random things after that. And that's really they they won't do that. Sonic's passion that's it. I would love to see a an attempt at Sonic Battle again. I think the Sonic character roster makes a ton of sense for a fighting game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, it's like there's enough Smash clones that I would maybe just make it a Smash clone. It would just I would just do multiverses but with the Sonic and extended Sega all-stars and uh yeah go ahead and bring in danica patrick <laughs> oh man i would love danica patrick to be in a, and, uh, in a fighting vipers game what what if we got sonic in the nickelodeon all-stars brawl so him and sonic or him and garfield can finally 
you know, duel it It'd out. have to be Movie Sonic because that's a Paramount game. So whoa, whoa. Shoot. Movie oh, Sonic man, can fight Movie Garfield, right? Because there's that new Garfield movie coming out. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Chris Pratt. Did you guys watch the Garfield trailer? I did. Yes. <laughs> it it's. I thought it looked good. I thought I I liked Garfield a lot when I was a little kid, and then. You know, you develop a little bit of taste, maybe, <laughs> and then you're like, eh, this isn't so good. But like, gosh, it's a he's got big eyes and he's got it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what I like, too. He's got a big belly because usually in the modern Garfield, his belly is like it's big, I guess. But like his feet are huge. So compared to his feet, his belly's fine. But now he's got small feet and his belly's quite pronounced. So he is a fat cat, yes. which Garfield should be a fat cat. To quote the third theme that nobody likes. He's fat and he's lazy, and that's all I remember. But it, it's a bad theme. Uh, the second theme is the best one. First theme is fine. Uh, Garfield and Friends. Some of that might still hold up. I don't know. I don't the know. US, the US Acres stuff, though. Did Did you like the US Acres stuff in the in the animated? US series? Acres to me was that it was like I had to stop procrastinating and get ready for school. Is <laughs> my memory of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So YouTube suggested not that long ago uh, a movie called Garfield Gets Real, which uh, I wasn't aware of previously. It's apparently it's a full-length film. I don't think it was theatrically released. It was but it was direct to DVD, written by Jim Davis, and it is about Garfield living in a cartoon world where he knows he's the star of a comic strip. And then is is so bored of his life that he escapes to the real world. And it looks terrible. Watch like the first 15 minutes and wow. 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 It's bad. You should watch it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, you know, Garfield, um, I, I guess in this future world that we live in, Garfield and Mario would end up crossing over and Chris Pratt would get twice as much money. Yeah. I'm- you know, they put Ugly Sonic in that Chip and Dale movie. Why didn't they put Garfield in there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you guys liked the trailer or you didn't like the oh, trailer? Oh, I can believe or, it. Uh... It's fine. But like, I don't know if I really care about Garfield's deadbeat dad. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree. It seems like a weird choice. Right. And we also get an origin story. story. And I'm like, wait, like, I don't know if the comics ever talked about how Garfield and John met in the first place. I guess the cartoon did. I was talking to somebody who was a Garfield historian type okay. of person who was like, yeah, you know, in either the comics or the cartoon, like um, he Garfield was born in an Italian restaurant. That's why he loves lasagna. Oh. And in the trailer, we see that he loves lasagna and spaghetti because that's where John is eating alone when mm-hmm. Garfield sees him. It's close enough. It's close enough. That's why I, I right. agree. It's um, it's it's a it's a crazy world we live in. The mad world. Look, I I was blown away when when YouTube suggested to me a video. I forget his name, but there's this guy who has apparently become a Garfield aficionado, and he's the one that helped track down the existence of the prequel comic that nobody knew existed. John, the John newspaper strip, which predates Garfield, and what? then yeah, yeah, right. What you say? Right. It was a local comic. I mean, before it was picked up by by syndication, he was writing a comic called John. So sometimes Garfield wouldn't even be there. <laughs> and it would just be it's like John's adventures 
uh, like he goes to a diner and he tries to, to hit on someone and it, it ends, ends badly. And you're like, wait, there's no Garfield. Where's Garfield? The first strip is still the same where he's like, hey, it's me and my, my pet Garfield. But the idea was John is the star. And then when it got picked up, he retooled it and went, Garfield's definitely the star. And he did re- redraw uh, a handful of those strips. Huh. Uh, but uh, it's like it was, it was a fascinating insight because official Garfield history, you know, by Paws Inc., like completely uh, throughout the the John strip. Um, there was no official acknowledgement <laughs> until recently. And I can't remember the name of this YouTuber. I still can't tell if you're making this I up. I am not making it up. If no. If I go with a straight face and tell my wife, uh-huh. did you know that there was a before Garfield, there was a comic strip called John. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he had a cat named Garfield and sometimes he didn't. But it was just focused on John, a lonely guy. She would say, get out of here. You're, she would throw me out. She would burn my clothes in front of the house and, and uh, I would be left with a barrel and a box, David. <laughs> but if it's true, then I might open her mind to the possibility that propaganda is all around you. Everything is being shaped by the winners of history and holy shit, this fucking that link doesn't work. Sorry. You know, why is every fandom wiki article beginning with like Jonathan Q. John Arbuckle is the tritagonist. He's the deuteragonist. He's the quadragonist. (laughs) He's what the fuck? It's supposed to here. It's supposed to have this at the end of after John underscore. You just keep sending me to the category of male characters in the Garfield wiki. Category male characters. Nermal. What? No. Add is Nermal male? Oh, I thought Nermal was a girl. No. Nermal's gender. Oh, Nermal's gender is a is a part of the wiki. I should have kept reading. Some fans have mistaken Nermal for a female kitten because of his eyelashes, his seemingly feminine personality, and the feminine sounding tone of his voice on Garfield and Friends. Here. Look in the Discord chat. There you go. <laughs> John. What the shit? There it is. Holy sh. Fuck. Right? <laughs> hey, should we open the mailbag? Um, I'm, sure. I, I am interested in some movies, what you thought of the trailer to Garfield. I, uh, my impressions were similar to David's. I, I, I saw it and was like, that's a trailer to Garfield. <laughs> I, I didn't dislike it. I just was like, oh, all right. Well, there it is. I did like how the trailer started off with a clip from the trailer and then the trailer started. Yeah, that's like every modern trailer now, right? Where it's like, the tr- here's the here's a teaser for the trailer and the trailer's coming at five. And then it follows up with a, hey, here's a thing that you can like submit your cat or yeah. dog video to our thing. And also here's clips from the trailer you just watched again. Yep, social media. Ahoy. Trailers. I really don't like this opinion, but... It does feel right and fair and true to say that social media is getting worse and worse every single day. It's getting dumber, more vile, more toxic, like I, in every corner. And uh, I was and just seeing like stuff about like Sagan's and it's just like just people saying absolute dumb horseshit nonstop. I mean, to tie this back to Sonic Dream Team, like every time a game is exclusive, it sucks. But like every single time Sega or hard light or someone would like tweet out like a new up like a new like trailer or or just like an image of sonic dream team all the responses would always just be like the same thing like oh, i wish it wasn't just exclusive to apple and it's like yeah that sucks but guys you keep saying this over and over they already signed a contract months ago like just wait or stop talking no nope, they decided yesterday <laughs> yeah like why do you keep saying the same thing over and over they just decided yeah, that's the core thing is like you just see people like take these phrases that they hear from 
wherever, some other post, and then they just repeat it, this mimetic wisdom that is, hey, anyway, you know, David, at the end of every episode, uh, mentions that we have a email address that you can email us questions and also mm-hmm. to get into the Discord. Is that true? That is true. Generally, we interact with the listeners through that Discord or just in direct correspondence with the emailer because usually it's a specific type of question or it's not necessarily a prompt for conversation. But um, recently, we received an email that is sort of a prompt for conversation Whoa. from a listener. And I'm going to read it to you all now. And if we have another one, maybe I will. But this one, uh, this one I will. Hello, Sonic Weekly. It is Ethan. And I have been wanting to hear your opinions on the Black Knight game, parentheses, personal childhood game, end parentheses. And also hear your opinion on the Sonic voice actors. My favorite is Jason Griffith. If you read this, I would appreciate it. And thank you. Enjoy you. Enjoy you cast. Pretty sure he means enjoy your podcast. And sayonara. Thanks, Ethan. Black Knight is a game that I have not played much of. What about y'all? It's a game that I have not played at all, but uh, uh, want to. I want to play it. That's right. It's a game that's on the list of. <laughs> I know. I think that's why we haven't talked about it, because none of us that's have actually why. played it. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think <laughs> it is something that we should play. We should experience. I don't want to just go, oh, it's bad or it's good because the internet said so i want to experience it yeah let's go to ebay right now and i'll buy copies i own it and i have a wii and i have a tv that i could look that wii up to i've played a few levels of it i've played a few levels of it Mm -hmm. and i thought this will require a bit more dedication than i have the bandwidth to give to it right now because it is the secret rings style controls and i enjoyed the secret rings game at the time when i was playing the wii frequently and very attuned to its specific little quirks. Does it have the same controls? Like you use the nunchuck to move, right? Don't you like use the control stick on the nunchuck to move Sonic and use the Wiimote to slash your sword, right? <laughs> you might be right. Uh, yeah. In fact, that is that is right. Uh, right. But it's still like in the Secret Rings engine and it's still the movement is kind of. Yeah. You're still like kind of on rails. It is a little as I think I recall because I was playing it for an hour a year ago. Mm-hmm. I think there is also like a long tutorial similar to how there is in Secret Rings. Um, in any case, I turned it on. I played a couple levels of it, not nearly enough to like form even a real memory of it, much less a full opinion on it. But I can speak to the voice acting, though. I do really like uh, Jason Griffith's voice of Sonic uh, in Unleashed, which we are still slowly making some progress through, Ashlyn and I. And he's also the voice in Sonic. Sonic X. Sonic X. I recently rewatched all of seasons one and two of Sonic X. And I was like, I really like Jason Griffith here. But then like the further we got in, I started to like the voice less. And it wasn't I don't think it was because <laughs> of him. I think it was the direction. Hmm. Like the voice directors just kept changing. And like what by the time you get to 06, like 06 was just so rushed. I don't think anyone had any time to give him any direction really no they gave him a script and said just read it please uh let's go uh right i mean a lot of people say his best performance was black knight um which okay you know i've seen a lot of people say that hey i found 15 bucks on ebay let's buy it now Ooh, here we go this is live purchasing based thanks to ethan Cha-ching. so in the new year we should we should play it we should discuss it. Okay. We should go down the the King Arthur hole. Um, if anybody wants to read all of the Arthurian legend, <laughs> and compare and contrast. That sounds like a fun uh, <laughs> thing. It, w- it would also be nice to have a bit of a sonic breather to be able to go back to some of the old games okay. that are not being mm-hmm. re-released. That's right. Because this year has just been like, pow, pow, pow. 
maybe they will re-release it exclusively on apple arcade and you have to swing your phone around for him to slash which is <laughs> it's not very helpful but um, terrible yeah yeah oh wow well 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 thank you dear listener for uh the letter it came right through the post office unless we had more to say all oh, right i i completely skipped who's my favorite voice actor because it's a secret well, it was just about your thoughts on Jason, Jason Griffith. Was it just Jason Griffith? I thought. Yeah, just Jason. Oh, okay. He's cool. I guess you wanted to hear about our thoughts on all of the voice actors. All of actors, them, yeah. But that's a, that can be a whole, or it can be just now. Oh, that could be now? Yeah. My favorite's Roger, and that's all I'll say. Okay. I like Roger a lot. I have a, I have a soft spot for Ryan if we're just talking video games strictly. Although, I guess maybe the real answer is Junichi, because right. that means... Because I can't, I don't understand Japanese. It's always good. I never have to go. Hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> let me let me swing into that voice. Hey, <laughs> well, that's right. That music's playing because the episode ended. Oh no, that's right. Because we have reached the end of another episode of Sonic Weekly. We've heard some crazy opinions, some zigzagging good times, and uh, if you enjoyed it, hey, you know what to do if you haven't already. At subscribe to the podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Bo's not here, so why should I bring up Podcast Addict? Ah, oh, I did it anyway. Whoops. Give us a five-star rating or however, however the ratings work on the system you're working on. You can give us a review. Hey, you could follow us on Twitter as well, uh, at Sonic Weekly, because guess what? We've tweeted at least twice in the last three weeks, which is more than it has been. That Twitter does exist. You can use that to help, you know, retweet and tell people, hey, I listen to this. I know it's not called Twitter anymore. It's called X, but it's formerly Twitter. Hey, and of course, there is the email address, as Grant mentioned earlier, sonicweeklypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a letter, maybe we'll read it at the end of the show. And it's the only way to get into our Discord. Say, hey, send me that link. And you can join with a group of like-minded Sonic the Hedgehog fans. You can say, hey, this is my favorite voice actor. Grr. And we'll say, I don't know why you gird, but okay. Uh, we're going to thank Smoothies for the edit. He has his work cut out this time. Yeah. Like every time. And uh, special thanks to Bo, who could not make it. But hey, he's he's out there somewhere. Probably, you know, in orbit around the rings of Saturn. Yeah. And David, thank you oh. for being here also. <laughs> thank you for Daviding. Thank you for Daviding. Uh, you're welcome. And I'm really just saying that so you'll thank me when I get no thanks every week. Nothing. I mean, nothing, you know what? nothing at all. <laughs> that is true. I've been thanking Bo because he's not here. Well, if you don't show up <laughs> next week, I'll be like, thanks, Grant. Thanks, Grant. For but I should, we should thank you because, because Grant, you are the one who, uh, who, who helped kick this off in the first place? You're like, hey, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna talk about Sonic on the what is that accent? You're like, hey, <laughs> hey, you wanna, you wanna talk about Sonic the Hedgehog? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and, you, and thank you, David. I mean, you, you also. I mean, it was a conversation between the two of us that originated in that spark. And I was working with Bo on the GZ podcast, and then it led to Smoothies joining in, and here we all are. We, yeah. Well. Thank you, thank you, Grant, for starting this. Thank you, Bo, for being a father somewhere, and thank you, Smoothies, for the edit. Because as far as I know, you don't have any human children. And scene. And scene. And scene. <laughs>